So how the hell did you come to the conclusion that Michael Jordan's a loser? <laughs> I I didn't say he was a loser. <laughs> I said he's maybe not the best owner GM that there that there's ever been in the history of basketball. Well, you're here to hear, folks. Uh, Aaron thinks that Michael Jordan's a loser. I don't know how he came out of this documentary thinking Michael Jordan was a loser, but. I, Somehow we got there. That beats me. <laughs> All right. Welcome Six back. Six championships, <laughs> baby. Welcome back to the Co oh, Show. <laughs> my name is Mason Co. I'm here with my co host, Aaron Co. Back Hi. again. Um, uh, just, you know, another week in the books of quarantine and no sports. Um, another week that we are going to shout out some small businesses. So why don't you go ahead with yours first? Yeah, so one that uh, they were closed for a while, uh, but they're open back up again. It's Azul down in Mill Creek Town Center. Um, really, really, really good. Um, I, I guess it's Mexican, sort of, I don't know, Tex-Mex. Um, yeah, yeah. Not like authentic Mexican food, but right. just kind of high-end, like good stuff. They have great carne asada. Everything um, there I've tried is really Everything good, is so. fan. It's just really, really good food. We go there a lot for like birthdays and that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're, there, we're there all the time for that kind of stuff. And so. they, right now you can get, I believe, a, a growler, a margarita growler. Whoa. So it's like it's Innovation. like 30 bucks, and they give you a giant jug, and they said it's like 12 margaritas. Okay. So I'm thinking I'm gonna have one of those on Friday. Just just have one. Just grab just, a growler. Just one margarita. Don't even need a glass. Just tip it no, back. No, I'm just having one margarita. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, I guess I'll move on to mine. The uh, next one we're talking about is Elliott Bay Pizza. Um, mm. I mean, not a ton to say. Uh, just really good pizza. Um, they got good side dishes and stuff too. Good beer selection. Yeah, good. I mean, I I don't know. I haven't had any of their beer, obviously, but um, what, dude? <laughs> what, like what? You you look like a fucking idiot, kind of. <laughs> I'm sorry. An idiot? Like, yeah, your hair. Your hair looks like shit. Dude, we're in quarantine. Yeah, I know, but my God, like you, what are you, a damn hippie? Jesus Christ. All right. You know what? Fuck it. We're doing the mullet cast right mullet now. Mullet cast. Mullet cast. <laughs> Let's do a mullet cast. We're doing the mullet cast. So um, probably the people that are listening to this, um, uh, if you're one of my friends, I hit you up uh, and asking you what kind of hairstyle you would like to see me rock because, you know, we decided a while ago and it's been, you know, we haven't pulled the trigger yet because it's been kind of a lot to think about. Uh, just completely fucking up our hair for the foreseeable future, but um, yeah. So uh, mullet is kind of is kind of the look we're going for. Channer is rocking one right now, and Addison is not. It's not a mullet, but it, you probably couldn't tell. Addison came over the other day. He like he was trying to go for the mullet thing, but his barber cut it a little too short on the back. So you know we we might as well hop in. We were thinking about doing kind of a Buner buzz cut thing. Um, it, for those who don't know, Jay Buhner cut fans' hair, right? He'd get... Yeah, they used to have a Buhner buzz cut night and that you'd come in and you'd get a buzz cut. And he would do some of them. He would show up, you know, and do a few of them. And yeah, it was it was kind of a fun event. Yeah. I never I never did that. Right, but, yeah. But yeah, but I, I saw it. So yeah. seeing as uh, both, I mean, I've worn a hat on, I think, every episode so far. I mean, yeah. for a reason. My hair looks like absolute, like a mop right now. But uh 
So yeah, I mean, we we were thinking about kind of not copying Buna Buzzcut, but doing something along those lines, and um, kind of inspired by it. And I went through a few different possibilities. At first, we were thinking just buzz our hair, and then I was thinking, you know, my hair is kind of built for a bowl cut, so I was thinking about maybe going there, but I just can't do that to myself. I just can't. I cannot bring myself. I was really trying to get that. I know you. You, that you were like putting a bowl had, on my we were, head last night. I was trying night. out bowls on you. Yeah, and, trying yeah. out bowls. Uh, I know some of my friends definitely want to see the bowl cut. I I want to see myself with a bowl cut, but I just can't. I I just can't. I can't do it. And for some reason, I feel like I can do a mullet though. I which is just not better. Like it's just not really. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess we're gonna run that, run that mullet, uh, right now. And we won't obviously show the whole thing, uh, you know, because the, the buzzing and all that, but I guess we'll, we'll cut right here. Let's do it. I guess we'll cut right here. Um, and, uh, go get the clippers and we'll probably show a little time lapse or something if I can get that figured out. Um, and then you'll see us back on the other side where we're talking about, um, some things like Clowney likely being gone, Coach K got exposed, um, the opinions of former and current NBA players on whether the season should continue, um, Seahawks fans getting tricked by a Reddit user. Uh, we have So yeah, we have some interesting stuff coming up on the other side, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you'll see us with shitty haircuts, uh, which I think I haven't had like a terrible, other than it growing out, I haven't had a terrible haircut in a long time, so um i think i'm due yeah i think i'm due yeah let's let's get a terrible haircut all right uh yeah i guess we'll see ya <laughs> yeah yeah motherfuckers welcome back to the podcast yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all right well here it is the mullet cast yours looks um, so great mine yeah i will say because my hair's a little longer mine is like pretty mullety um, it's funny when I look at you head on, I don't know if it's the same with me. When I look at you head on, it looks like you just got a, a haircut. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty, it's, 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 <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. Uh, okay. Uh, we have finally lost it, people. Yeah. Quarantine it, finally it, got us. If you can't tell, quarantine's been tough on us. Um, uh, <laughs> You know, I figured I yeah I I need to I need this in my life I need a fucked up haircut and why and at some point in my life you know just to have to deal with it and you know quarantine is definitely the best time to do that uh, although my coworkers will be asking questions probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, just yeah. think of the at the women that are gonna line up. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, all the all those Monroe bitches like. <laughs> <laughs> be gliding around the block. Uh, oh man! All right, shout out to wow. Monroe. <laughs> um, you know what's great? Uh, I just I'm gonna. This is a weird time to go, talk yeah, to you about this. Go for it. But I was gonna ask you um, if you wanted to do a little jeeping on Friday. Okay. Yeah. Um, out out and it's out past Monroe, so it's like uh, oh, really? Ra- Raider. Yeah. Um, I forget the Raider Hills or whatever it's called. Yeah. It's, um, but it's out there. It's out there, pat like past Sultan and Gold Bar. Well, if I wasn't down before, I'm down now. Yeah, I mean we're we, we got the look to. now. Yeah, we're ready yeah. to go. Yeah, it's yeah, it's on site. Let's um, get you know get some Copenhagen and get out yeah, there. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> okay, might just anyway. have to learn how to hunt. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I guess with you know, with with that having been done already, um, I guess we just go straight into the news. Um, don't really know how to transition from 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 this, but yeah, uh, Clowney's probably going to be gone unless he takes less money than the Seahawks originally offered him, which was already less than he wanted before. So, I mean, uh, I hope that this money that we're saving by cutting Britt and Effetti goes to something like i hope we don't just not spend it because then why did we even cut them uh clowny being gone i think that's a really big loss honestly obviously he doesn't have the sack numbers or anything but the presence he is in the run game is just really unmatched uh and also yeah he doesn't have these huge sack numbers but if you saw how many times he affected the quarterback um and the run game and, and yeah the run game is the really big one um Especially considering we'd be able to get him probably for like 18 mil right now. When before, I mean, I was okay giving him, I was okay giving him like 21, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would have been, I wouldn't have been like super pumped on that. But if we're doing a one year deal, why aren't we giving him 18 mil or something? And it seems like you could get him for 17 or 16 right now. It's really interesting. You know, you had at the beginning of free agency, you had some some big numbers go up really early and then you know all this shit happens and Clowney wasn't getting the offers that i think he expected and now with with the uncertainty of everything like there's nothing there for him like he's not even getting any offer that's even legit so i i'm just gonna say it i i think he's gonna end up coming back to the seahawks on a one-year deal um i would love that and i think he's basically gonna say screw it I'll just, you know, I'll play for, you know, whatever, $10 million for this mm-hmm. year. And then look, you know, hopefully next offseason get a get a huge, huge, huge payday. So if he had a good season this year, you know, if he could get get his sack numbers up and yeah. still be effective, um, he's gonna get he's gonna get that contract he was looking for. I think it would be a mistake for him to sign a multi year deal right now. Yeah, he would not, get less money for sure. Yeah, he's just not gonna get the the money. So I I I think that's I maybe I'm being optimistic, but I, I'm I'm seeing a one year deal with the Seahawks or like a two year a two year deal that's really a one year. Yeah, sometimes they like to spread can, out the bonus money. You can also now with the CBA, like Taysom Hill has a sixteen million dollar contract, and I think it's pretty much all hitting like this year. Right. Um. Right. So like you, they can really set up contracts in ways that can kind of dance around the cap room, and yeah. if you want to go all in for one year. Like the Rams would have been able to front load some contracts and maybe they'd be in a better spot right now if it were under the, the new right. CBA because they could play around with when they pay people and they wouldn't owe Todd Gurley and <laughs> Clay Matthews wouldn't be giving him a lawsuit right now probably well, for the, $5 the million. Funny, dollars. The funny thing is with the funny thing with the Rams, had they won the Super Bowl, it's all I'm not questioning it because no. if you win a Super Bowl... But like whatever, like Who cares? suck for the next five years. That's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. But boy, if you take a big hack and miss, ooh, that hurts. Because now you didn't get the Super Bowl, and now you're you're you know you're hurting your chances for years to come. And so. they they made it to the Super Bowl, but they they fell so flat. Like they just they hacked and missed so hard that it felt like they didn't even make it to a Super Bowl. You know that they put up three points or whatever with their quarterback. They just broke yeah. off for. 70 million a year um yeah so i I guess kind of on the same ish topic we just talked about uh justin Britt uh being released so he can save some cap reddit user everyone loves nudes 
uh, reported. Ah, yes, that's a legit source. Legitimate right there. source. Yes, it's like so, the Adam Schefter of the of the nudes world. Of I the think. nudes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He has all the leaked celebrity. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, <laughs> That's a different podcast. Yeah, different podcast. Um, so he reported the day before that Brett got cut. He like reported that it was going to happen, mm. um, which I don't know why this held weight on Seahawks Twitter. Seahawks Twitter is a beautiful place, by the way. Um, there's a lot of really cool people there. Uh, so I, Seahawks Twitter, they're also it's hectic there. It's chaotic, and there's also a lot of assholes there. But um, yeah. Seahawks Twitter more so than anyone else, especially during a time like right now, loves to uh, turn nothing or very little pieces of hints or rumors and just blowing it out of proportion. Oh, sure. yeah. um, there's like a running meme where someone will like horribly Photoshop. So like with a when Clowney was gonna get traded and we didn't know where he was going, um, someone like horribly photoshopped a picture of Jadavian Clowney in SeaTac. <laughs> and was like, look, I saw Clowney at SeatTac. So, like, they were doing that. Right. They've been doing that a lot. But with this one specifically, after Everyone Loves Nudes hit on that uh, Brit thing, <clears throat> he the next day or the day after that, he put, he put up a Reddit post saying that the Seahawks were about to make a huge trade for a defensive lineman, I think. Oh, God, He specified. Yeah. And then the next day after that, he said it was Miles Garrett. Right. So, Seahawks, if, you, if you're not... If you're even a tiny bit tapped into Seahawks Twitter, I haven't been on Twitter very much in the last month. Just I don't know why. Um, but the instant I hopped on Twitter, I was seeing all this Miles Garrett stuff, and I was like, "Okay, there's a reason I haven't heard about it until I opened the Twitter yeah, app." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I obviously it did not take long to look into because everyone, uh, every member of Seahawks Twitter was just all over it. Uh, obviously, people were like taking this to heart or even just entertaining it. Um, there were people that fell for it though. Like oh the, yeah. You know, oh, there, I are. saw, I saw a lot of people that were, were really bought into it. And then the next day he posts, uh, that about how he fooled everyone and that he's actually a Packers fan. He said, go pack, go. <laughs> so honestly, respect, like that's pretty funny. Yeah. That's um, a good move. I mean, just to get, get out there that and much. This, I saw else. someone tweet this. This is the fan base you do it to. Cause they have, yeah, I would argue that, uh, I, I'm not obviously active in any other team's Twitter uh, universes, but I would definitely argue Seahawks has a top five uh, Twitter presence mm-hmm. um, from the fans at least. So he he chose the perfect team. He knew everyone would. I don't know if he knew it, but everyone did run wild with it, and it was gonna happen. Like uh, he, yeah. I mean. Props to him. Uh, this is obviously such non-news that we're talking about, but it's just kind of funny story. Um, so yeah, shout out to everyone loves nudes on on Reddit <laughs> for for fooling everyone. Well, see, it's funny, you know, for as long as I can remember, you know, especially you know, I've been listening to sports radio in Seattle since since the early '90s when it really first started, when it was first a thing, and people, I mean, people are ripe for that, and then also they they think so unrealistically about trade sometimes yeah you know what the fuck were we gonna give up for miles garrett what if we trade our you know our kicker and a half pack of 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 animal beer (laughs) for miles garrett you know like they would go for that wouldn't they they just signed him to a mega extension or i guess they haven't yet but they're about to yeah the number yeah it looks like they're going to yeah but yeah back to the clowny thing i think so I said I think he'll sign with the Seahawks on a one year or a, or a two year that's 
a one year that a two year that's basically a one year. Yeah. Um, the only exception, if somebody comes out and gives him a bigger one year number, he may jump because there may he may feel a little disrespect, right? So I could see that. Yeah. So if if the Seahawks say we'll give you one year ten, and somebody says we'll give you one year twelve, I mean he's gonna go. You know, uh, just because I mean why why wouldn't you? Yeah. So, um, but I, yeah, I hope, I hope the Seahawks can, can, can get that done. Um, you know, get, and then who knows, maybe they could sign him again after this year. I don't know. Or sign him in the middle of the year, but, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, it's definitely not what we all expected for him to not even get, he's not even getting offers for 15 million a year right yeah, now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how much the uh, COVID thing has to do with it about working out because he had the hernia at the end of the That's year. That's a lot of it. I don't know. Yeah. How healthy so is he? He only had three tell. sacks. You know, there's yeah. a lot of, there's some question marks. That Definitely. He, I could see why teams wouldn't want to pay him big money. Oh, and actually, sorry, back to everyone loves news. He was on oh. KJR. Oh, really? KJR had him on. Oh, KJ. Wow. Yeah. So they bit. I totally forgot because when you mentioned you were listening to radio, I thought you were going to bring that up. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I totally forgot. I was surprised. That that totally slipped my mind. He was on KJR. Oh, wow. Talking about this. And then he just put it out. He's like, yeah, I trolled everyone. Wow. Because they usually see through that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's like everyone, I mean, I wouldn't say everyone knew Justin Britt was getting cut, but we we had multiple conversations about it before where we were like, I hope this happens and it probably will. Seahawks Twitter has been pretty much like I want to. I mean, I guess asking for it. Obviously, it's not like Pete and John look at Seahawks Twitter and make their decisions, (laughs) but they um they were calling for it. I guess uh, that they wanted him cut, even though I guess there is no why. Why did you cut him? Yeah, so that's the thing. Good center. That's the thing. Is like we can still get Everson Griffin. Um, right. A guy like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so you better you better find good use of that money because who's your center? That's the you thing know? is if we don't end up finding uh, somewhere to spend that money, it's like why would we even cut them? Um, uh, yeah, so I guess moving on from that whole debacle, uh, <laughs> Coach K got exposed, which I'm not surprised about. Uh, I'm not surprised that Duke just like in my uh, my speculation, um, pretty much every like big basketball school is paying kids. Um, obviously coach K did the same Nike's in question. Uh, cause apparently Zion got some Nike benefits and maybe Adidas too. Um, Gina Ford, his ex agent who basically got Zion, all these illegal deals reported him. She's a dumbass because she's at fault too. And also I'm pretty sure it's coming off. Like Gina Ford is just really butthurt that Zion yeah. moved to a different agent. So well, she's, she's, gonna she's a lose. clown tens of millions of dollars for yeah him she making that move so yeah she well she's gonna lose money from him making that move but she's gonna lose even more money by just tattling just ratting on him right. for no reason she had no reason to rat on him um so i think that loses her tons of money um how how can this be stopped well i'll be curious to see what really comes out because what i have seen really nothing other than her sending this thing like we demand that you admit that this happened, but there's no, Yeah. I don't, what, where's the, I where's mean, the video? Where's the already, transaction? Well, where's the, they put out, she put out or her lawyers or whatever, put out a request for every single text from Shoseski and every single email from Shoseski from like t- 2014 to now. Right. Yeah. So, or I think the uh, end of 2019. So if, I think it's just yet to be sorted through because how, yeah, many, how many goddamn texts did he send? Also, I think they look through, they're looking through Zion shit too. So it's like, 
how long will that take and then when will the news come out i don't know but it's also it's like uh um arizona coach lsu coach louisville like yeah everywhere is doing this and it you know obviously the coaches get fired but nothing really happens i mean rick patino is about to coach college basketball next year Mm -hmm. he coached in greece for one year won a championship or two years or something a couple and now he's just coming back already to and it's not a you know a huge basketball school but he's coaching college basketball again yeah um it seems ridiculous to me I, i think uh, the NCAA clearly doesn't really care that this is happening if they're not going to put a stop to it. Um, who and also who should be punished? That's the other thing. Yeah, you, well, you can't punish the player. How the, or the fuck? Family. Hold on, I, hold on. This just popped. I'm sorry. This just popped into my head. How the fuck did UW almost get the death penalty from Billy Joe Hobart and nothing happens to these schools? Yeah, it's all changed. So there've been, and it's funny because the other the other team that got hurt, I think, bit pretty hard was USC. So. If you want to talk about, you know, East Coast bias and all that, I mean, that, that, you yeah, can't look at Reggie that because USC his... lost a lot of scholarships and things like that. And Reggie, Bush, Reggie Bush got his Heisman taken away. Yeah. That's messed up. I yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so that, I feel like, you know, Washington really got nailed and no one really got nailed like that after that. Um, okay. Um, and all the schools were doing, do all the schools were doing these little things and basically a lot of it came down to hey come come work at my car dealership and the guy you know shows up once a week and you know um and that was happening everywhere UW gets nailed for it made an example of but yeah no it's um it's it's interesting like nothing is happening anymore yeah thinking through this more and more I, I just get more pissed about it because they don't want to pay their players they are seemingly trying to bury that this they're not like actually burying news but they're really not i mean uh, they're just like handing out a swift punishment and just shutting about it and just not acknowledging it past that or anything i don't know how rick patino can come back and coach college basketball there's all it kinds makes of no stuff. sense i mean cam newton there's pretty much evidence that that mississippi or mississippi state one of those two I think it was Mississippi offered him like 50 grand, offered his dad 50 grand, but he went to Auburn. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you you think think he actually got from Auburn? What do you think Auburn Uh gave him? What I, what I will say that is good from this whole thing is no one is mad at Zion. Um, I think you should never, ever blame a player in my opinion. Yeah. I usually blame the parent because a lot of times it's the parent anyway. Um, and here's the people thing. forget that these these are kids. So he was 17 years old when all this shit was going yeah. down, or 16 even. Yeah. Um, so the parent has a lot to do with it. The parent is shopping their kid, trying to profit off of their kid. And I don't I don't know where Zion comes from. I don't know where Cam comes from either. But uh, at the end of the day, like 50 grand can change a family's life. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Zion, Zion and Cam, I guess I, I don't know what, was Cam like a huge prospect out of high school? Um, yeah. I guess if he was getting offered money, yeah, he was. So they probably both either knew or, um, had, I guess, visions of going to the NBA or, I mean, sorry, to their, each to their professional, pro, yeah. yeah, pro sports. Um, and they probably knew they were going to make a lot of money there. But, uh, if you come from a family that doesn't have a lot, it's like, how can you, how, and again, you can blame this on the parents. How can you like look at that money and say no? Like this gets my parents out of X 
situation. This gets my parents, um, you know, bills and uh, maybe a new car or, you know, whatever. It's like, it's, I don't, Yeah. it's hard to blame the, it's, I, I think no one should blame the players. And I think even it should be situational with parents because you got, I know there was, I think a lineman at, I think it was a lineman at Ole Miss. I might be way wrong on this, but he like, he was, his family was pretty much homeless. So it's like, what do you want him to do? Not take money? Yeah. Yeah. Like what, like you just want him to keep his family on the streets when he has offers for money that can put them in a house and, and give them food. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's tough. it seems, it's it seems tough. like, a, it seems like a consensus that uh, no one is mad at Zion, which I think is very good because even if he has to pay fines, he can pay them now with his endorsements and, and obviously well, all there's that. nothing they can do. What's, I and mean, what's the NCAA going to do to Zion? Say you're, you're not playing in the NCAA anymore. Yeah. What can they do? Nothing. Yeah, true. Nothing. And, um, don't, you know, he won't go in a hall of fame. Well, he probably played one year anyway. He probably wasn't going to, and you know, none of that was gonna happen. I mean, if you if like, you know, it might mean different things to different people. But if you only played college for one year, I don't think you really care about going in the basketball hall, like NCAA no, Hall of no. Fame. He's anyway, got other Hall of Fames in mind. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like you just want to yeah. win an NBA championship. It's like none of that. Isn't the Naismith? Would it be Naismith Hall of Fame? I think so. I don't <laughs> know. Anyway. um... Either way, yeah, it's not his focus, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, uh, this whole situation, basically to sum it up, my thoughts on it, glad no one's mad at Zion. Gina Ford, I don't know how she thought this would benefit her in any way, other than just to get back at Zion, who it won't hurt in any way, probably. I'm um, assuming that she threatened this for some time. Like, you better not do this, or I'm going to do this. And she's like, oh, fuck, now I gotta like, follow you, through. If you're going to leave, I'm going to do this. If you blah, blah, blah. I put my nuts you know. on the table, I gotta yeah. follow through. So I I guess, um, but man, who's gonna sign like who's gonna sign with her now? <laughs> no one you know? ever because Thank not goodness. only did she do illegal things, but then she snitched. So yeah. it's like why would I ever? Um, yeah. And then also Zion moved on from her, from her for a reason in the first place. Yeah. Um, and I think if if this is found to be true, I think Coach K should not be able to coach college basketball anymore. I guess it it just comes down to what you know. What did he actually know? Pete Rose is banned from baseball for betting on games. Yeah. These are these are like illegal payments. Like it's so right. egregious and like and apparently a lot of these were Nike benefits, so maybe Nike is actually the one that should be but I mean it goes through the school anyway, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't see like it would be hard to convince me that if this is true that Coach K should be able to coach again. Yeah, if he if he if he knows something about it, then then yeah. I mean then then yeah, I totally I totally agree. But I don't know like there's nothing out there right now that oh yeah that is any sort of, other than her saying you have to admit that you know this so yeah and also I don't think she's the best source also like i'm like i do feel some type of way about this situation but it could all be just not true because if gina ford is dumb enough to pull this stunt she's probably dumb enough to lie about it too um so yeah i mean i think it's tough because who do you punish uh it's it would be hard to find out if he got anything alone let alone who's really responsible but yeah um i guess i guess moving on we we gotta watch that documentary um it's about the coach it's about the arizona Arizona stuff yeah yeah yeah, i do i yeah we need to watch that and and figure that out yeah one just very quick comment yeah that probably is a long discussion in the future but i think you know you hate the ncaa more than i do i think it's necessary and and 
and I understand why they do some things, but I will say this, they need to, this is a perfect time to do it too, because there's no sports right now. Tear the fucking thing all the way down. They need to, to the shape studs. Up. Yeah. Fire everybody. Yeah. Maybe you rehire some of them, but you you basically just tear burn it down yeah. and build it back up again. It's seeming it's with, with new ideas because it's not yeah. it's clearly not working. With every passing day, it's just pointing towards either the NCAA making some big changes or it eventually just slowly becoming irrelevant because. Um, I don't know if we talked. Did we talk about Power Five conferences maybe leaving? Yeah, last we episode, did. Yeah, last we episode. Did. So yeah, uh, if, if that becomes a possibility, the NCAA will probably be able to sniff that out, and I'm guessing that's when they'll make these big changes. But until then, it just the G League has been their only competition for like a century. Like like yeah. it, there's and been that's no just competition. Nothing. That's not real. Very realistic. They're not going to get the fan support. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it, It'll be really interesting to see how that works out. Um, but yeah, uh, because I don't know, how, mu- how much do G League players get paid anyway? Because they, they already pay G League, G Leaguers. Um, anyway, while I look yeah. that up, uh, let's move on to, uh, speaking of basketball, um, Shaq and Chuck say they should just scrap the season, um, which I think is them not wanting LeBron to win another ring. Um, because they know that jordan is the goat no they're scared they're scared (laughs) uh they're scared of lebron winning another ring it's very clear no but i think what shaq said is that there's always going to be an asterisk over who the champion is who who cares who cares play it it's gonna the asterisk is isn't gonna be like uh barry bond's home run record the asterisk is gonna be remember when all this crazy shit was happening and we pulled off this awesome event where all the players were staying in Vegas and you have NBA, all the NBA teams show up to the games and just watch. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that's probably what happened. Here's the thing with, with Chuck and Shaq. So and I like those guys, I, especially Chuck. I think he does a great job. But those guys have zero perspective about what the fans want or the fans need. They have no idea. They're rich motherfuckers. It, like, they're not... They're not sitting here. They're not craving yeah. uh, some sort of competition like like we are. They they don't need it. They they lived it. They yeah. have they have they can do whatever the hell they want right now. Um, I think I think if if it's if they can do it safely, um, and it'll probably you know be without fans, if it's anytime soon. But yeah, do, why not? Even any any sort of thing, even if it's a. You know, however you do it, whether you do a normal playoff set, you know, you do a month you know, training camp and yeah. ramp it all back up. But maybe you just do like, hell, even if they did an NCAA tournament, that's put, what, all, yeah, put every team that. in it. Yeah. How many teams are there? 30. 30. Give the, give the top, you know, gives the top few a buy. Everybody's in the tournament, right? I've and heard a lot do of good, it that way. I've heard a lot of really good plans Anything. for it. I've heard, there's I've no heard, bad plan. I've heard playing games for seven, eight, nine, ten, which I think is awesome yeah. because obviously there are a few teams that, could have battled their way back to an eight seed, but I there's think no bad plan. Play some what, damn games. What really pisses me off is um, players saying that they do it for the fans and like it would be hard to play with no fans. And I get, I get, it, like there is an atmosphere about yeah, going to a live weird. event. It would, it would be, be weird. weird. Yeah. But guess what? Ninety nine percent of your fucking fans watch on TV. 
Yeah. That affects such a small amount yeah. of the fans, the yeah. fans that can't go to games, and they're going to get refunded anyway, and I'm guessing they want basket. They just want to watch basketball. Yeah. 99% of the fans, there's fans all around the world. You think that there's not Lakers fans in Tennessee that can't go watch a oh, yeah. Lakers game? Yeah. I guess Tennessee has a basketball team, so that's a bad example. But, you, you know, like Arkansas. There's basketball fans China. in Arkansas. China. Well, maybe China's a bad <laughs> Yeah. China just... But all, you know, England, wherever the fuck. Like, there's all fans over all the over world. the globe. The, the NBA is such yeah. a global brand. Like, like a... I'm I I don't know obviously what the numbers are, but over ninety nine percent of the fans would not be affected. Yeah. By other than not being able to hear yells and just hearing it music, just would instead. be a little different. But it'd hell, be a little eerie. But that's you're doing it for the fans. We, if you we play. watched that, we watched that Ultimate Fighting Championship. We watched. There a was of those. nothing taken out of that event. In fact, I would say it was enhanced because you could hear what they were. Yeah, saying. you could hear the corner. Yelling that was awesome. Imagine you, you yeah. hear. Imagine you hear LeBron like talk some shit. Yeah, I'm at like you. Giannis dunks on a guy and you know yells, and you hear it. Yeah. You hear him screaming at a guy, and it's different. You know, it's different to not hear the roars. But you know what? Hey, we, let's do it. We let's know when something. to cheer. It's yeah. not like a laugh track. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, we know yeah, when to like cheer. The, the sitcoms. You yeah, know? yeah. Oh, they're laughing. I they're guess like, I better just, laugh too. They pump in crowd cheers. Yeah, when big things happen. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, they should just do that. Yeah, that'd be funny. Oh, oh. It's like plotting. someone someone hits the button at the wrong time. It's like a timeout, <laughs> and people start screaming. Somebody's on the floor injured. <laughs> Yay! It would, yeah. but I think it would also be cool because I'm guessing um, if they did it in Vegas, I'm, I think they would for sure do. I, sh- I heard Shams uh, Tirania, Tirania. I heard Shams talking about it today. He said it would pretty much be for sure in a a bubble like setting, like Disneyland or, or sorry Disney World or Vegas. I, I think that you would definitely see teams coming out and watching games and stuff. Imagine how cool it would be to see like LeBron and AD on the sideline of a, I don't know, whoever's playing. It would just be cool. It would be cool to see like LeBron and AD watching a Clippers game with each other against oh, yeah. Giannis or something. Yeah. Like, that would be pretty sweet to see, obviously, um, when when uh, the king steps into the building, the atmosphere just turns electric. So, you know, he would definitely enhance that. Um, but I think any way you can get it done, do it. And I also yeah. Adam Silver said, um, we have to get to a point where if someone tests positive, we can't, we can't just shut everything down again right. we have to be able to keep moving. Um, so I think as soon as they're available to get people into hotels, um, get, get everyone tested every day. Um, I think until that you obviously can't, but as soon as that becomes available, you pull the trigger as a fan. Um, and I just, I hate, I heard Jason Tatum on a podcast today talking about like, it would be hard to do it without the fans. Um, and obviously, like I already said, you know, it'd be weird, but you're, I would, I would argue you're more, you're doing it more for the fans right now. Right. Like this is right. more for the fans than at any other time because the fans need this shit. Like I, I need something to watch. I need. I like. I am. I miss sports so much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Get it. Get it moving. Whatever the format. You know. You're not gonna hear me complaining about the format. Whatever. No. Whatever makes sense. Whatever time there is. No. Yeah. Get. Get. Get something going. Um. And for people out there, I know I can hear people right now. Well, how, how are they going to test all these guys and I can't get a test? You know what? You can get a damn test if you need a test. Like that's that's a month ago. Mm-hmm. 
And also, they don't want everybody lining up at the clinic to get tested, okay? Yeah. So that's why they're like, don't get tested. But if you need a test, you can get and a damn test. That's why the NBA hasn't pulled the trigger on this yet, because they don't have they don't have it figured out. Yeah. Like they won't do it. They won't they're not taking tests from people. They're not like the no. no one would allow this to happen. They wouldn't be like, okay, yeah, all the NBA just gets the tests and no one else does. That's just like a stupid thing to yeah. think. I'm they sorry. Just don't it's want a stupid every, thing to think. Yeah, they just don't want every jackass saying, "Oh, I think I'll go get tested today," and having, you know, uh, two hundred million people lining up to get tested all at once. That's that's because then everyone yeah. gets it in the line. Then <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. They're all lined up, and that's when they catch it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so fuck that argument. I'm sorry if you believe that. You know, read something. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, let's do it. Let's get the playoffs Yeah, going. the NBPA is already polling players via text to say yes or no. That's what they're doing. Okay. Yes or no, do you want to try and play? Yeah. And um, it's, I don't know if the – I don't think the votes have come out yet, but it, from what I've seen and heard on Twitter, uh, it seems like that the players will definitely vote yes on that. Uh, something kind of interesting to, to maybe graze over. I, we kind of already beat this to death last week, but – um, do certain teams benefit from quarantine while others get worse? We already talked about parity and that kind of stuff, but it's like, does a team, um, let me see. I have actually, I have some notes here oh. to pull up. Whoa. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. I, did, I took more notes for this podcast than I did for my two years at college so far. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So does a team like, for example, uh, the Lakers are their average age is twenty nine point two. Rockets twenty nine point three. Bucks twenty nine point four. Those are the top three age teams in the league. Whereas a team down the list, say the Jazz, um, are twenty six is their average age, which is quite a big difference. I mean, that's over three years. Uh, and then if you even go lower, the Pacers are at twenty five. Pelicans are at twenty five. Thunder's at twenty five. Celtics. Celtics are one of the best teams in the East. Their average age is twenty five. Hmm. So, do you think a team like maybe the the Lakers, who have obviously LeBron, who's getting old, AD, Danny Green, Dwight Howard, you name them, all these vets, do you think a team like that actually benefits more from this rest than a young team? Um, because maybe a young team, not only are they not like they don't benefit from the rest as much, but they kind of need more of that guidance throughout the season of how to work out, um, walkthroughs with the offense. Like, yeah. do you think that has an effect? I think the veteran teams are are an advantage um, because the you know the older bodies have time to rest up. And I would then, agree. And then they're they're just going to be, they're not going to need as much time to get get going again. Yeah. The, on the flip the flip side of this though is, some of those older guys might be more likely to get injured. Um, oh, because they're kind of tight, soft tissue, so yeah. you, know, you know, muscle, muscle type injuries, right. hamstrings, things like that. Some of those older guys may struggle more with things like that. Um, that so that that could be an issue for some of them, but overall, it's probably going to benefit the older teams. I would think so. And um, kind of back to uh, shutting the season down. Um, I think, or with the asterisk, sorry, with with the asterisk over the championship. Yeah. Um, I think the only time, the only chance there would really be a real asterisk is if like Giannis gets coronavirus, you know, 
Because then he would would have to sit out for a round of the playoffs and probably they lose or whatever. I think the only time you'd see an asterisk is like, Say the the Clippers, uh, the Clippers and the Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals, and um, like a couple Lakers get it, or a couple Clippers. Yeah, uh, yeah. That'd, that'd be the that'd things. be the only big asterisk I could see. But if they're living in this bubble, it's it would seem like it would be really hard for them to kind of get this to spread. But obviously, who knows? Um, anyway, um, let's see where are we at. We got. All that stuff talked about. Uh, I guess let's just talk about the the last dance real quick. Oh yeah. Um, episode seven and eight. I don't think we talked about five and six either on here. Mm-mm. Um, I will say I like I I knew that the Jordan move to baseball was kind of a a big thing for him, but I didn't realize how done he was. Um, at the time, I didn't realize how tired and just kind of done with basketball he was, and I didn't realize. Especially what was really cool that I saw was that he, he started crying when he talked about his baseball teammates and how they just treated him like another guy. Yeah. He wasn't the superstar. He wasn't the boss. He was just another one of the guys in the dugout. And it seemed like that really helped him mentally. Right. And um, emotionally, especially after, obviously, his dad passed. Um, so that was like really, really cool to see that that camaraderie in the locker room really benefited him. It's funny. I think some of these, some of these superstars... Keep going. ...that that are are big stars when they're young they almost have like a midlife crisis a few years into their career yeah so you know lebron going to miami that was kind of a midlife crisis right i, I could definitely yeah i yeah and he even said like i never got to choose a college or you know i can't remember his exact wording but yeah i'm gonna fuck it i'm gonna go go do this you mm-hmm. know um and I almost think it was like a mid midlife cry. Like those guys have so much on them. There's so much pressure, um, especially a guy that has his superstardom um, before the internet too. To be that big of a star, uh, yeah. big, bigger biggest star in the world, um, which I don't think you can even say about LeBron, just because there's so many kind of niches and right. little like pigeonholes you can get into of celebrities. True. Yeah. Michael was like on top, on top. Oh yeah, yeah, and he was the first. I mean. There were stars before Michael. I mean, there was there was Larry and Magic, but there was nothing no. like Jordan. It was like it's like Tiger Woods, you know. For right. I mean, you're even a little young for for that uh, phenomenon, but but it, like Tiger Woods brought golf to a whole different level, and that's what Michael did for basketball. Yeah. So he was a, just a whole different deal than had ever been seen before. Um, so he's got you know when he when he goes to town. You know, they travel, obviously travel a lot in the NBA. When he goes every night, he's going to a different city. He is the story. Yeah. So when he comes to Seattle, um, you know, every Seattle beat writer, you know, they know that they're going to go talk to Michael because that's their story for the day. Yep. And I can, I can tell you that, um, you know, so he's getting asked the same stupid questions every night. He's the total focal point of everything. And yeah, I think it just, and I didn't realize it either. Um, how much that was, that was, I thought it was more his dad, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of thinking back to it. I'm like, okay, his dad died. He's like, you know, just needed to get away and do something else. Like that's kind of how I looked at it, but there was more to it than that. Oh I mean, yeah. He was, I think he was done before his dad it even seemed, passed away. It, Cause there was a guy that interviewed that said he, before the season said, I'm going to shock the world and yeah, go play baseball. Yeah. Um, which that, that story was kind of weird to me because he, 
Jordan made no indication that he had told anyone. He said he only, him and his dad were the only people that knew right. after he won that finals game. So I'm thinking that dude might have been capping a little, but I'm not who really knows, sure. Who but, knows? Um, yeah. But, I, man, the documentary is fascinating. Like, I just, I love it. <clears throat> I think it's fantastic. Um, all the hype is completely worth it like oh, it's, yeah. it's completely uh deserved i guess i thought i w- i thought it was gonna let me down like i'm like this isn't gonna be that you know what i mean but it's fantastic it's just yeah it's great really yeah. really enjoy it have enjoyed watching it okay um sorry i uh i'm uh, espn released its top 10 players uh, top 10 basketball players of all time Ooh. um number one and so i i looked at just the top 10 and i looked at uh, I, I think I looked at the top 20, actually, um, just to see mm. who they kind of kept off the list. Okay. But I need, I'll run through the top 10 with you, and okay. then I'll, I'll run through some very surprise, wow, yeah, some uh, surprising picks uh, that are not in the top 10. I, I just saw this right now, and I, wow. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, number 10, Shaq. Okay. Maybe you'll... I mean, I, I, I'm okay with that spot. It's so hard, especially across eras, to rank. Um, right. Now positions aren't as much of a thing, but especially back then, it's like, how do you compare Shaq and John Stockton? You yeah. just can't, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so 10, Shaq. 9, Kobe. I might put Kobe a little higher, um, mm. but it's it's tough to say. Um, 8, Tim Duncan, the, uh, the, the fundamental. He, I mean... Just obviously a really good player. I think he's definitely deserving of a number eight spot. I can yeah. definitely see that. Seven, Larry Bird. Um, okay. That's a lot of people, I would say, have him a little higher, especially older people. So mm-hmm. I'm surprised ESPN kind of made that call. Yeah. Six, Wilt. I mean, it's Wilt. Um, six, again, is, you know. Some people would put him number one. Number one, yeah. I wouldn't, but, but a lot of people would. And uh, this one um you'll like uh number five magic johnson he does not okay. get that respect most of the time yeah and i i definitely put him up there yeah i think he's I, the I best point guard of all time i think if you ask people that played basketball because um uh when all the smoke who uh who is which is hosted by steven jackson and matt barnes when when they have a guy an nba guy on they'll so i more specifically when they have a point guard on they'll ask who their top five point guards of all time, and then they'll do that for the other position players. But um, pretty much every single point guard on that on that show that I've listened to has said Magic Johnson. That's the first one they list. Yeah, I mean, who's who's better point guard? Like, who's <clears throat> yeah. even? You know what I mean? And people that are just stat junkies and um, you know look at the longevity of his career don't don't get it. Like, they don't realize you know how special he really was. And also, we took yeah. a picture with him, um, which is pretty awesome. Yes. Uh, the circumstances were unfortunate why we were there, but um, <laughs> yes. but we did we did take a picture with him. Um, number four, Bill Russell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At a time that dudes were smoking a pack before games <laughs> and drinking six pack after, I mean, he was the best. Um, obviously, with today's training, he would he would probably be really good today too. But number three, Kareem. Okay. Again, I mean, I it's would, hard to, I hard would to put, I would put Kareem yeah. right at number three too, probably. And um, we'll skip number two and just reveal number one. <laughs> uh oh. Michael Jordan is number one <laughs> according to ESPN, which is fucking bullshit. ESPN, you are smart. Oh my, uh, stop. 
ESPN has never been smart, and they're still not smart. <laughs> um, so other than the huge glaring uh, pimple of having Jordan over LeBron, I think I can respect this list. I mean, it's like those... Yeah, it's hard to debate aside, that. I expected you were going to read some guy from like 1954 that's, that's what who I had a great too. goddamn set shot. That's what I thought too, yeah. yeah but they they did... Because that's what the NFL did, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Greatest receiver, you know, number three receiver of all time. He caught four passes in 1948. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, yeah. so good that they avoided that. Um, Bill Russell was really the only real old head they had on there. Yeah, but he won ten and he's, chips. Like so. he's he's fantastic. He literally um, forgot how many championships he won. Someone had to remind him during the interview. <laughs> it's like I don't have enough fingers. Yeah. Um, well, you know one. Th- so you know again, a, a debate for another day. But the the Michael versus LeBron thing. I will say this. Like I think. I think you know. You think Jordan's a loser? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would, I'm trying to keep an open mind about this, but I think I would put Michael there now and have a true debate about this. Like, because LeBron can still pass him. So if if you put LeBron number one now, you can never change that, right? Right. You can't, five years from now, you can't say, well, wait, shit, you know what? We think that. Mm. However, if you put Michael number one now, you yeah, at least you have room to with some more perspective. So basically, you're just a gutless pussy. <laughs> well, LeBron's story isn't fully written yet, right? Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, I so think he could he could win win a couple of championships and maybe maybe even in my mind pass Jordan because I do think it's really close. Um, or I don't know, like I don't know, I don't know what he could do to like ruin his legacy. Um, but you know, he could, he could choke, he could, he could choke, right? Yeah. I think like, that'd be the like big he one could, is game, game winning shot game seven and he misses it. Like I would say Ooh, that would hurt. That's going to hurt him. Right. I would say really the only yeah. situation that he falls below Jordan for me is if he blows a three, one lead. Like that's yeah. pretty much, even if he misses a game seven, it's like, I don't know. You'd have to look at the circumstances. Yeah. I mean, but... there's a, we could debate this all day, but I, from my perspective, I think it makes sense to do that now, and you leave yourself room. I can respect that to change it down down the road, depending on how the story finishes itself. I can definitely respect that. So but now into the plus, it's correct. But okay. <laughs> um, now let's get into kind of the interesting stuff. Um, okay, yeah, we'll just go first off. Who who was left off the list, and then I'll get into some of the. Crazy shit I, I saw. That list, man, I like it. Like, I, I mean, that's a very respectable. You might read list. a name that I might go, ooh, but I, I don't know who I would take off that list. I, you, what here's you the pull thing. Out of there? There's no one on that list that I would specifically take off. No, there's no one that doesn't belong on that list. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously been so many great NBA greats that it's so you know, you can kind of mix and match some of them. So um, anyone who throws a name out there, they would have to tell me who they're taking off, right? Yeah. You can't just add somebody. You know? Yeah. And them having at Shaq at number 10, you would assume it would be Shaq, uh, at least for this list. Right. Uh, but you could also, I mean, maybe argue Kobe. No, but Tim Duncan. No, it's like yeah, I, there's really no one. Um, Oscar Robertson is number 11. Yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, gosh, yeah. I mean, you could you could argue, but who, who do you pull off? I don't know. I would, to me, him and Shaq are probably a toss-up, but I don't know. Like, Shaq was pretty... 
pretty damn dominant player. Hakeem at 12. Uh, I love Hakeem. I think he's one of the most underrated players. Not they, I think they rated him about yeah, right. Yeah. But you don't hear his name I much. Think he's a top three center. And he of all gets time. a little bit of an asterisk for his championships because Jordan was right, out. Right. Yeah. But still, that guy was that guy. Well, he could play now. He was really athletic, very great pat. Like he was such a well-rounded player. But who do you, again? Who do you take off? Again, the only one I would think about is Shaq. Like I might what I pull. Yeah. But man, Shaq was a freaking beast. Like it's hard to pull him off of there. So okay, here's how I'm gonna do this. So there are two 13 and 14. I'm gonna wait a second to reveal those. Okay. 15 is Dr. J. 16 is Jerry West. 17 Carl Malone. 18 Moses Malone. 19 Dirk. Mm. Pretty high for Dirk. Yeah. But um, I think you could definitely argue that. Uh, 20, Kevin Garnett. 21, Scotty Pippen. 22, Elgin Baylor. 23, Chuck. 24, David Robinson. And 25, Kawhi. Huh. Um, that's, that's pretty interesting. But number 13 and 14. 14 is Kevin Durant. Hmm. Pretty high on the list, but I think you could definitely make an argument there. And number 13... Who, let me let me get this right before I say anything. He I mean, is... KD is one of the best scorers of all time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So we got uh, one, and we got yeah. I think I think he is listed as the second highest point guard on this list. Actually, no, because that you got um, Oscar Robertson too. So you have Oscar Robertson and Magic, who are very tall point guards. Just yeah. for the record. Um, number 13, Steph Curry, hmm. third best point guard of all time. And also I will say well ahead of the next point guard who is, uh, Stockton. It is funny. You know, or I was, just, I was thinking about this when we were talking about magic earlier, how point guards really are kind of underrated, you know? Yeah. Like they're, I mean, they handle the ball more than anybody, Yeah. but man, they don't get, they don't get a whole lot of respect because they're not they're not always big time scorers. Um, Curry's an interesting one, um, but yeah, I boy, I don't know, I don't know. I don't think I put Curry that high. I don't think Curry's better than Kevin Durant yet. Yeah, Curry doesn't have enough Finals MVP. Right. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough because he hasn't had those big defining moments. I mean, he's fun to watch and you yeah. know, can shoot it from anywhere. But no, I don't think I would put him up quite that high. So one that's very interesting to me as well, at 28, so these are just kind of normal to me. 28, you got John Stockton. 29, you have Allen Iverson, which I think is pretty low for him. Yeah, I would probably move him up a so bit. So this actually, this is there's a big run of point guards here. You got John Stockton, Allen Iverson, who I guess is technically a shooting guard, even though he wasn't. Um, Steve Nash, Isaiah Thomas, James Harden, who you could argue is a point guard. Havlicek, who wasn't. But um, yeah, so you got a big run of point guards there. Um, landing right before all those guys... Giannis at number twenty-seven. He's not even on. He's not even on my radar yet. I just don't think he's played long enough to merit a spot. You know, anywhere, anywhere near up that high. If we're talking individual seasons, um, yeah, yeah, he's like top fifteen probably from. Yeah, me. sure. Um, but he's had. I mean, hold on. It's let me... really hard with current players who are in their mid twenties, yeah, like even yeah. Kawhi, like. Where do you put where do you put a guy like that? Those guys could move up or down pretty quickly. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if Giannis if Giannis loses a step, you know, he's off the list, you know. Oh yeah. Like if, if this is it, he's off the list pretty yeah. pretty quickly. 
Um, but he could also move up. He could easily move up into the top, um, you know, the top fifteen uh, with a few more good seasons. He's been to four All Star games. Yeah, like mm, I, I just here's the thing about him, and you know, I don't, as you know, I don't watch a lot of basketball, um, but I did watch him in the playoffs, and that's when when he struggled a bit because yeah. he doesn't have a shot. Or at least he, I know he's working on it. He's, and he showed a little year, bit of it this year. Yeah, this year he looked pretty decent there, but still not but, like enough to boost him that high on the list. So when a guy doesn't have a jump shot, um, you know, if you're facing him a couple times a year, you know, it's hard for you to to really drop a defense against him. Yeah. But if you know you're playing a series and your your one job is to slow that guy down. Then you can figure out how to okay. We got to jam up the middle, yeah, right? Just jam and that's the what paint. they did. Mm-hmm. Let him run into us. And um, like when his team, the thing about Giannis is when his teammates aren't hitting threes, then their team gets so much worse. Oh, so yeah. he has to like. I'm not saying he relies on his teammates because he's probably the most dominant player in the league right now. And um, and I would say if you take them, if you take him off that team, they're probably in, like an eight seed or something. But yeah. he does rely on his teammates uh, in the in the three ball game, and he can because he's so fo- like everyone is so focused on him, and he right. handles the ball, so it's easy for him to kind of kick it out and let guys shoot. But at the end of the day, he does rely on them for that outside shooting. He does, yeah. If they're not hitting, he can't win. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I mean that that's kind of everything that caught my eye, I suppose. But, uh, I guess I don't, I don't have a big problem with the list. Like there's nothing that's just glaring there. The one, me. the one that like, I kind of had the reaction to was Giannis. That was yeah. the one that like really surprised me. Cause I just don't think he's done it for long enough. Right. Yeah. I yeah. think if he has five more years at this pace, then yeah, put him there. Right. Um, and put him higher even, but I think, I don't know. It just hasn't been for long enough. He wasn't yeah, even good. He hasn't been good for his whole career. That's right. The thing. Yeah. Like, uh, it's only been good for what really four years like right? four years but really i mean the last three have been when he's really been yeah. like top 30 category i mean yeah that first even those first two all-star years he wasn't in this yeah he, he wasn't at this level he wouldn't be he wouldn't be on my list no me neither me neither i i wouldn't even like no disrespect to Giannis. i wouldn't even think about him just no. because he hasn't been doing no. it like like he just hasn't been doing it long enough plain yeah. and simple yeah um yeah so i mean Overall, I think it's some of ESPN's best work as far as lists go. Usually, their lists sometimes they put their out lists are fucking are just awful. terrible. Like, what, what are you, what are you doing? Like, I think sometimes, sometimes when people make lists, they want them to be controversial. Right? Oh yeah, because so it gets people argue sending. It. If it, you make a perfect list, then people are like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, but they you don't want send them, the link to their friends or mm-hmm. anything. You want them blat. You want them retweeting it. And what yeah. the fuck is this? Yeah. You know, no, no. How many people are gonna retweet that list and say? Cool list. No, it's just yeah. You it's only, just like okay. Yeah, it's like they want. So I think they do it on purpose sometimes. Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay, but this um, one they yeah, it's pretty darn spot on. I really. think last thing I think last thing before we go, because I, I think we're we're pretty probably pretty, pretty good, good on, on time. time. Um, I have no idea really, but it's yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. did you see the tweet I sent you this morning? Uh, which one was that? Rams uniforms. You did. Yeah, see I that, finally right? I replied to it like hours later. Okay, you know because I'm all over it i um if i remember or if i'm uh and also i have to not be too lazy uh i'll put a picture up of the rams uniforms (sighs) 
Boy, they are rough. Did you notice yeah. the like the shoulder thing? So what I, I think I my reply to you was I like the colors and but I pretty much hate everything else. Yeah. Like I like I like the shade of blue that they used. I think mm -hmm. that's a good look. But uh, yeah, I don't like the the the, font. the the weird looking horn that looks like a fucking butter horn that that we used to buy at Starbucks. <laughs> like I don't I don't like I don't, the yeah. apparent I I read I read somewhere. I read the word chrome. I, their helmets might be chrome, and they Ooh, might have just yellow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't. Uh, that might be untrue. It didn't look like it in the pictures, but they those might be chrome blue helmets. And chrome, any chrome color helmets, it like they look awful with the same color. So yeah. like if you have, if you have mm -hmm. a chrome blue helmet, it will look terrible with blue jerseys, no matter what. So I, it's just a bad move. If you're gonna have a chrome blue helmet, you better not have any blue jerseys. It yeah. better just be white it's, and yellow or something. Yes. Yes. Um. So I yeah, their jerseys are awful. They have this weird like, it says Los Angeles Rams on their shoulder, on their like left shoulder. And at first I was like, is it supposed to say it over the heart? Which is our still stupid. But it's not even that. It's like on the shoulder. It just is oh. off. It's just off center. It's just on one of their weird. shoulders. The font is ugly. It has like the faded the numbers. The faded numbers. I which, didn't like that. Which I think, I think like if you look at University of Arizona, they have some faded number jerseys that I think look really good. Those ones look awful to me. Um, you know, it's just it's funny. I mean, the Cardinals had the worst jerseys in the NFC just because they haven't been updated in right. like a, like two decades, and somehow the Rams just like took that spot with yeah. ease. I mean, their their jerseys are awful. Uh, it's really funny to me. Like it's actually funny. They went. They went 0 for 2 on logo and jersey. Oh. Like they they whiffed so hard. Whoever I hope whoever was the man in charge of all that just is fired already. I mean, it's awful. I, I, why are they changing jerseys even? Really? I mean, I think they should have just gone with a more classic look. They should have gone back I and mean, go back to you know you. They were in L.A. before, yeah. right? Go back to that look. So they wore those throwback jerseys pretty much every week, it seemed like. Yeah, um, I think there you go. Just I think what that. you do is just instead of having like the navy blue helmet with the blue jersey, go to that color of blue on the helmet. Bang. Keep them everything the same. Just I think sometimes you have, you know, you hire, you're the owner, you hire marketing people, and they hire designers, and they feel like they have to make their mark. So if I'm a new owner or if I'm a marketing person... I have to make my mark on this. So I can't just go back and do something that was done before. I have to make a splash. You know who Fuck the splash. You know who No, it right. Here's the here's the thing. You know who made a splash? Whoever the whoever designed the Chargers uniforms. Yeah. They made a splash. I mean, they got the bolts on the side, they got the number on the helmet, they got the midnight blue jersey. They made a splash there. And the, the thing is was they made a splash uh, a good splash because they didn't change too much. Whereas like right. the Rams like they're trying to like completely innovate, like change their whole brand. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why are you doing that? The Ram, the Ram logo, arguably one of the best in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's a good logo. It's yeah. a clean looking logo. They already have good colors. That blue and yellow just looks crispy. I think, honestly, I, I don't know how it's going to look on the field. I think the yellow they chose is like piss yellow. Like it's pretty bright. It is bright. Yeah. So I, um, I'm more of a fan of kind of the, like, I guess more goldish yellow. But um, it'll be interesting to see. I, the thing is, the Chargers have done it so perfectly every single time when they introduce new uniforms. They take what has worked, which is everything that they've done, <laughs> and tweak it slightly to make it more modern and to 
just kind of change it up a little bit, but they keep what was good. Yeah. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. is like when you're making new uniforms, keep what's good. Right. Yep. Um, and in some cases where like the 49ers where they have such a, or the Cowboys, they like, they, everything is good. Like they're just good uniforms that they have other than I don't like the Cowboys pants, but um, they're so classic that it's like it just works. Just don't mess with that. What if they just came out with totally different, you know, I mean, how, you know what I mean? Cowboys how fans messed would, up would that be? Yeah, it would be really bad. Yeah. Um, but they, they have a brand that works. And, like, yeah. the Patriots changed their jerseys, too. And I guess, you know, I get it. It's a new era, all this stuff. But they, like, they don't have silver pants anymore. And they have, like, these big stripes on the shoulder. And it's like, I don't know. To me, I guess it's different for me because the Patriots have been such a dynasty. To right. me, the Patriots had such a brand. That jersey, the silver, blue, silver, it was such a... I don't know. It was just so identifiable. I was surprised um, that they changed it at all, but yeah. Um, I think you, you got something that works. Don't change it. Um, you know, with the Seahawks, it'll be interesting because the Seahawks have pretty unique uniforms that I think the template is good for them. But I'm not like I'm just not a huge fan of like the neon green. I guess. No. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm you know when they get eventually get new uniforms or introduce some new stuff it'll be interesting to see where they go because i wouldn't say they have this super cemented in brand yet with those uniforms but right. it's like they i mean they're good uniforms on the grand and then it's course. hard it's funny too because part of the reason they're good uniforms is because they had success in those uniforms right that's a good so, point yeah and that's the same thing with <laughs> my patriots thing yeah yeah so if you yeah if you fail you know in in a uniform you know yeah. it's pretty easy to get rid of it but if you you know the the, the the cowboys the steelers you know some of those uniforms are part of the reason they're the raiders part of the reason they're great is because they when they started using those they had Celtics, success lakers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Knicks. so it's uh, like how do you, you can't say that about the Knicks. how really. do you why would you change why would you change something exactly like that? so um so yeah so the seahawks i don't know how i didn't like them when they first came out i'm like what the fuck is this i didn't like the ones before them either yeah the the ones before um, them either had just the most bland yeah, blue color yeah. of all time yeah it just it looked just, like it looked like okay yeah that's a place that rains it looked yeah it, it looked like <laughs> it looked like a uh that's like what a, a depressed person draws up in yeah. a rainy city it, it looks like a it would that color would be on a logo for like a school district or something <laughs> like just the most boring shit yeah. ever a dentist office you know like but i i you know the seahawks uniforms now are fine i, I kind of got used to them i don't like the lime green but uh like you said earlier but uh but yeah but then it's like you know you win a super bowl and man i, I don't know I'd, I'd be a little reluctant to change it now yeah. just because I have now. I have warm feelings about it. Definitely, you know, so. definitely. Even yeah. if you don't entirely like the look, there's good feelings behind it. I yep. think. I think their best move, and I think the move they'll uh, make is they won't. I don't think they'll change their uniforms probably until Russ and Pete leave. Yeah. And I'm guessing if they can, they'll just introduce a throwback, and then maybe way down the road when Russ and Pete are gone, they like do this big switch back to the old colors or something. Right. I right. don't know. I mean, that's just obviously like I no reason to think that but i just think that'd be a, a an interesting path for them um anyway enough jersey talk i guess Holy i mean kind of weird that's we went where off we're there. at <laughs> yeah jesus man um oh by the way there was another uh, cooper cups which is number from 18 to 10 big news big Ooh, news in the football world we wow. got another white little white wide receiver number <laughs> switch which just trends if you switch your number right now in the nfl you're trending on twitter wow. 
um, that's where we're at. But yeah, um, with that, with all that being said, I, I hope you enjoyed the mullet cast. I just get one last sexy Ooh, look at yeah. it. I might mm. actually have mine for a little. I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know when it'll be cut, but um, yeah. Uh, if you're still listening, don't know why. Um, you guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, if you are still listening, text us or call us with the word laptop. Okay. Laptop. Laptop is the word of the pod. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Again, support those local businesses. Go, 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 you know, go buy the jug of margarita. Yeah. Um, go buy a pizza. Hit up Whistle Stop. And, and really, when you go to places like that, support your local breweries too, the smaller ones. Yeah, true. They're, they're really struggling. Yeah. I'm doing all I can. I'm <laughs> really trying to help the, the small can. breweries out the best I can, but it's not, you know, probably need, they need more than one guy. Pulling, pulling the weight there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, follow me on Twitter at Mason Charles Co. Follow him too at Aaron Co. Twenty nine. Uh, we're trying to tweet more now. Is just the worst time to really start with the sports media thing. Um, you know, we started a podcast at the worst time possible. So it's kind of I haven't been on Twitter very much, but especially when sports gets up again, I'll try to be just tweeting my thoughts out there. Um, yeah, me too. And then we can kind of go over them on the pod, but also buy the book audiobook on amazon um hard copy on hardcover on lulu.com yes um yeah i mean if you know uh if you're if you're supporting us whether it's in the past right now or way down on the road in the future uh thank you very much well you know this is really fun for us i love setting the table up every time and um you know i, I think every time he walks in here to start the podcast i've just been sitting in this chair for like 15 20 minutes already just like raring to go so um yeah That's a blast Love i mean it, it really it. is we're gonna try yeah. to do this for uh as long as possible and yeah. um yeah so thank you guys very much um have a have a great day stay safe follow the rules wear a mask um yeah you got anything else don't make out with strangers i think that is probably just a rule at all times and not yeah. just about quarantine but yeah uh definitely especially right now don't make out with strangers yeah um yeah all right all see right. you guys goodbye peace out thank you